So let's take you now to AgriSA's Executive Director, Christo van der Rieder, and the the organization is responding to comments that were made by the MEC for Community Safety in Mpumalanga, Vusi Shongwe, yesterday. Let's take you to a clip of the MEC. What I was referring to was that all farms that are leased by black people and then be rented to white farmers, those farms are state farms and they have conditions as to how it they should go about producing or be productive at the end of the day so that those are the farms that i, I was uh, talking about that those farms if the owner or the people that are using those farms are violating the human rights of the farm dwellers and farm workers indeed the government must take those farms back to the government but but surely it can't it can't only apply to to white farmers um who would be leasing the farms from um, even if it is a uh, black 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 farmers um this must apply to all farm farmers right no what i'm what i'm trying to say is that i do not have a control as a government over a farm yes or a personal farm but i can talk about the state land the state farm yes we can't have people, whether it's a white farmer or a black farmer, exactly. who is abusing the rights of the farm dwellers and the farm workers. And, 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 and mind you, you know, the farm dwellers and the farm workers, they, they, they do not have resources, you know, to look after themselves. But farmers are well off in terms of, you know, looking after themselves. If you can go to that farm where the two black people were killed shot by uh, the white farmers there you will think you are in another country so that was in an interview with my colleague Aldrin Sampier, who of course is with you beyond the headline in the afternoons. Uh, Christo van der Rieder, a very good morning to you. Firstly, AgriSA's take on these comments? Uh, good morning, Cathy, and good morning to your listeners. Uh, first and foremost, I really want to extend uh, on behalf of AgriSA and the broader farming community our condolences uh, to the families who have lost the lost ones. Uh, we cannot condone any uh, untoward uh, behavior that leads to the death of people. And secondly, we also want to extend our sympathies to those who got hurt in this broil. What I want to emphasize is that the police must do its work. We have heard various uh, stories about what has happened there. No one can actually uh, uh, give us the facts. And we await on the police to uh, do the proper investigation so that at the end of the day we can have an informed view on what has happened there so that one then can uh, make a proper pronouncement. Uh, In terms of what the MEC has said, I think the uh, MEC is... Uh, must really uh, stop, um, you know, with this cheap kind of politicking, because um, if uh, that kind of statement um, goes unchecked or it's not properly uh, understood, uh, then we can find ourselves in serious trouble in the sense that anyone then can confiscate. If I have a car and I accidentally knock somebody over, 
then it means my car can be confiscated or somebody's farm can be confiscated or assets can be confiscated. Uh, I think we must refrain from uh, making these kinds of statements, popular statements, that at the end of the day does not help to resolve the issue of uh, farm workers and farm worker abuse, etc. Of course, the MEC's comments uh, by their nature are quite problematic. But the broader issue here is around the fact that there seems to be very little consequence for farmers across the board who abuse workers that are employed by them. And, you know, there's very little times that we hear about the recourse that is taken against farmers who are exercising this behavior. Uh, Kathy, I want to emphasize that all of the instances where farmers were found guilty of abuse, those uh, instances were properly investigated by the police, and those farmers appeared in court, right, and uh, those farmers were uh, prosecuted, and they faced the full wrath of the law. And uh, the same uh, with farm attackers. If there's unknown cases, those cases must be reported to the authorities. Department of Labor has the inspection service. They must do what they are supposed to do, and that is to make sure that all farmers comply with the law. Agri-SA has its own uh, social uh, court, and we um, uh, obviously expect of our farmers, and although we don't have control over farmers, but our expectation is that all of our farmers must live up to um, uh, the laws, live up to uh, the compliance measures, and make sure that no uh, uh, abuse takes uh, happens on those farms. What remember, uh, farms, yeah. remember, farmers are also exporters. And um, uh, the VITA regulations and all kinds of other export regulations, also farmers are big sellers to big retailers. Retailers uh, are uh, importance of our goods, and all international uh, agencies expect of farmers to comply with uh, legislation. And yes, there's always the handful of people that uh, uh, persist with this kind of abuse, but then the law must take its course, and those people must be exposed, and they must face the full brunt of the but, law. But, Christo, what kind of work is an organization like AgriSA doing to understand the violence and the abuse that often is taking place at farms? Because you are saying, well, if people are being abused, they must come forward, they must report it to police. And yet we know that in terms of the power relations, it's not that easy. Some workers will be sitting there thinking, well, if I do this, I'm going to be out of a job. Um, If I have to take this matter to to court, I don't have the kind of resources that are going to give me good legal representation in order to bring a strong enough case against my employer and so often weighed up against the odds people choose to sit in silence because that seems to be perhaps the 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 lesser evil of of the two options let me perhaps explain how uh, agri-se is structured and maybe that will give you an understanding in terms of uh, our role First and foremost, farmers are grouped into farmer unions. Farmer unions, there's approximately a thousand farmer unions all over the country, and those farmer unions uh, are all members of provincial structures and commodity organizations, and commodity organizations and provincial structures actually belong to AgriSA. 
So our work is on a policy level. And there we engage with government, we engage with the various departments, we uh, assist with the drafting of uh, compliance measures, we influence various policy measures. If I can take you back to the Pakisa process, there we have uh, one, we have uh, suggested that we come up one with a housing plan for uh, farm workers. Because one of the things that we are dead set against is the fact that farm workers spend uh, the majority of their lives on farms with un, uh, without any tenure security. We want to see farmers, farm workers uh, getting proper housing. We want to see farm workers also um, 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 having uh, something to, to or build some assets over time. Crystal, um, Crystal, let me do this. I'm going to just interrupt you there uh, quickly. Apologies. I'm going to take a quick break and I'm back with more with Crystal van der Rieder. He's AgriSA's Executive Director and of course you'll have, you'll, you'll have the opportunity to also finish uh, your comments that, that you're making and you can also be part of the conversation on 011-714-2006. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. You're live on The Talking Point and we're focusing on some of the comments that were made by the MEC for Community Safety in Mpumalanga, Vosi Shongwe. And yesterday, of course, he had been quoted widely in media as having said that the land of white farmers who abuse black workers must be confiscated. He has, however, uh, since corrected that statement and saying that it applies to farmers or to farms that belong to the state. State, he still seems to maintain the idea that those who are found abusing farm workers should have their land confiscated from them. Uh, you heard the clip that we played with Aldrin Pierre uh, during that interview yesterday. Uh, Christoph van der Rieder is AgriSA's executive director. And we're speaking more broadly about the issues of workers' rights and workers' abuse that still continue on South African farms and the kind of role that organizations like AgriSA can play um, in terms of, number one, ensuring that there's perhaps greater attention being brought forth. But, you know, as, as, as a body that has so many different representatives of farmers in the sector, how else can they be using that power? Uh, so, Christo, you are still speaking to us about the policy around housing that, that you had been advocating for. So, um, we, have, we have taken this issue up with during the Pakisha process. We came up with a housing plan. Government embraced that plan. We called it the Farm Worker Housing and Farming uh, Smart uh, Village Project uh, due to the fact that there was very little cooperation between various government departments. Uh, there were a whole range of other issues. Uh, that project actually came to a standstill. And you, you, our, our biggest, biggest battle at this point in time is, and we are currently busy with drafting another plan, the master plan for agriculture and agro-processing. Uh, I've written a document on implementation. Now, South Africans and South African government, and maybe all of us are very good at implementing or designing plans. But when it comes to implementation, that's where uh, we fall flat. And uh, my appeal today, again, uh, you know, on a public uh, broadcasting radio like yourself, is to ask all role players, let us come together. Let us look at 
how do we implement plans that were embraced by government? Government instructed various role players to assist us as the private sector in rolling out that plan. That's the one thing. The second issue is, how do we ensure that we sharpen up um, you know, the capacity of uh, your state departments and even our own structures within AGDSA to make sure that the abuse of uh, workers uh, stop, um, is stopped and that those that are guilty of uh, uh, abuse, that they uh, fool the, uh, the, or they face the, the full might of the law. Uh, and those things can only be addressed if there's cooperation, if there's um, mutual respect, and if there's trust between the various parties. But, but, but I want to she, assure you yeah. that the majority of farm, farmers in South Africa are compliant because they are not only required by law to do so because it's the right thing to do. You know, you know, um, Christo, I, I really, really want to believe what you are saying. But unfortunately, just based on even some of the complaints that we've had from farm workers who call into this show, I think that there is, you know, there isn't a level of recognition for just the kind of abuse that does take place on farms. And, you know, that... The, the situation in in terms of actual research, right? Um, you know, given the kind of work that you do around policy, I mean, is this an area that you could say that you've researched extensively enough to be able to speak definitively on? And and it's one thing to, to have farmers in meetings and in whatever congresses you have, uh, you know, gather and, and affirm that, yes, we believe in, in the rights of workers. But I want to know about what AgriSA understands to be happening on the farms. And have you done work that actually includes going to farms, speaking to farm workers and understanding their, their experience? Kathy, all basis for all of this is our national constitution. Our national constitution affirms the human rights and the human dignity of everyone in this country. And we can never find ourselves in a position where we compromise those values and ideals. And that is something that myself and all of our leaders and members uh, are adamant about. And that's something that we proclaim uh, at, um, at every corner, if I may use that phrase. Secondly, we have participated in a comprehensive study that was done about two years ago by the University of Cape Town, uh, also the International Labour Organization, the ILO, under mm. the auspices. Mm. That study was done. Um, and yes, at the end of the day, you've got very little control over uh, farmers themselves. And remember, I want to emphasize, there's a whole host of farmer organizations. There's TAU, there's uh, Agbus, there's AFASA, there's uh, BAFUSA, there's AGDSA. We have certainly control over our members. And I want to emphasize that those guilty, um, uh, you know, in all kinds of abuse are not members of AGDSA because we will not tolerate any member of AGDSA that are, um, you know, guilty of abuse of farm workers because it is contrary to the letter and spirit of our national constitution, our own social accord, and what we seek to achieve as an organization in terms of the professionalization of the farming sector in South Africa. All right, Christo, let me try and squeeze in a couple of calls here. Mr. Mdleche, you're calling us from KZN. Good morning. Yes, sir. 
You know, this gentleman that is talking is on the line with you there, you know, he, he can talk the way you want, but the reality is those farm workers, I'm a truck driver, and my, this is my, my first call to, to, to ASFM. I, use, I normally listen to you every day. Awesome. Welcome so, to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I normally, where, where the job I'm doing, I normally load some places and I go to, 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 to deliver in the farms. You know, one day I was delivering in one farm in KZN. The one guy was trying to, to, to offload one pallet. Uh, unfortunately, it was raining. So the, the highest, it did it little tip it off, but the pallet, it didn't fall. All a few bags that shifted. The way he shouted him, he shouted like he's shouting his dog, uh, uh, I was Katie. So the way he's talking, I don't know, because even the minister of police also, he used to talk, but he doesn't act, do nothing. Because see, like instance, what happened in uh, Free State and they're comparing what has happened now in Pumalang. Who, 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 who's talking about what is happening in Pumalang? Did you hear the, uh, Mr. Keller talking about it? He won't talk. But if someone go and kill a, a, a white farmer, the whole South Africa will shook, ma'am. I'm very disappointed, mm-hmm. seriously. All right. very, very disapp- disappointed. All right, Mr. Mgeche, thanks for that. And it really is about a culture, right? So what is the culture that has been able to uh, prevail in the agricultural sector that allows for these varying levels of of abuse to be able to manifest themselves and, and take place, at least in, in the way that we hear about from time to time? Christo, I'm going to ask you to stay on the line. It's 10.30. I'm going to go to Amanda Machaka on the phone lines. We'll take one last caller and I'll also give you an opportunity to wrap up. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlatana. Weekdays 9am till midday. Well, still on the line is Christoph van der Rieder, AgriSA's Executive Director. Colan in Durban, let me come to you as we get ready to wrap up this conversation. Goeiemora, Madam Motlatana. Goeiemora. Goeiemora. I think I'm equally upset and disappointed as uh, Mr. Truck Driver mm. uh, because my only problem is, firstly, the utterance is made by the MEC. They were irresponsible for someone who's in office, someone who's in leadership. However, the context of what he said is the same sentiment which are shared by many South Africans. I'd like to believe so. Because the reason being this is that whenever this thing has had happened, you find your guys, such as the guy that is coming from AgriSA, mm-hmm. threatening us about food security, telling us about how much they are food uh, exporters, forgetting that before our case as Africans began in 1652 by the arrival of Jan van Riebeck, we were eating, we were, we, were, we, were, we were planting. Up until our land was taken, we had no place to plant anymore, we had no place to for our cattle to, to, to graze. We use we used to have what they referred to as a butter exchange system whereby if I have cattle I'll go at the Mutatanas and get uh, some some maize meal and stuff. We were feeding ourselves. And lastly even our justice system is 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 uh, some sort of failing us because when these farmers are being arrested, mm-hmm. they'll come with 73 advocates, 50 advocates, uh, to, 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 to go and argue with one uh, probably KTA prosecutor because of lacking capacity in our justice system. For example, the, the, the guys from Colleen, 
they adapted a young poor, a young man, mm. where irregardless whether he jumped on his own or not in the party, but they adapted, they took him against his will. Where are they today? They are outside. A, a young man in the free state was put on a coffin by the very same farmers. Where are they now? They are out. So, like, really, it does, where are the killers of Eugene Terry Party? They are mm. still in jail today because they killed the white man. Because why? The life of a black person in this country worth nothing. Hence, if you find leaders such as the NEC saying this sentiment, we people on the ground, we're like, hey, this is our guy. And he's right by saying such sentiments at times would lead to violence, but violence perpetrated by themselves, the farmers, because I cannot not be angered by what these guys have done. Regardless, I'm not even familiar with those people from uh, Mpumalanga part. Uh, they were just shot by going to to mm. seek employment. So, 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 Polani, for me, one of the issues is that the MEC suggestion doesn't actually provide a solution to the problem, right? Yes. It doesn't yes. deal with the problem um, yes. on, on a more holistic level, despite the fact that it, it would probably, um, you know, be wrong just to implement it in the way that it is suggesting. If the state yeah. is going to take away farms from farmers who abuse workers, it shouldn't be just white farmers. It should yes. be black farmers as well. And so, but, but how do you deal with the culture collectively? The, the, the thing is, is I, was, I, was, I just wanted to go to the culture mm. to, to say it's, it's, it's the culture or a, a general, I don't want to say general practice, but the general norm says it's what farmers who are being abusive to, to their employees or to their farm dwellers or to people whom they've, they've leased a, a portion of the farm to. They've never, I've never heard, uh, let, me, let me just qualify my statement, I've never heard of a situation whereby uh, it's been said that a, a farm, a farm, a black farmer uh, had uh, has been uh, abusive towards uh, his uh, employees. And uh, other than the recent one where uh, President Ramaphosa uh, just retrenched people without following due processes, that's the only black farmer that I know that he is acted. <laughs> oh, Kolani, <laughs> <money>. hi man. <laughs> okay, what happened to Kolani? Tolani, did you just hang up on me? Okay, all right, okay. Um, he wasn't done there. But, Christo, perhaps just your general your general views on, on the reflections of our listeners as well. Uh, Cathy, I think for, for my side, uh, these are issues that are very, very concerning. And, yes, there's a massive responsibility on AgriS's shoulders to... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, promote and um, you know the issue of um, um, uh, farmer uh, respect for farm workers and uh, treating them uh, you know with dignity that I mean that cannot be compromised in any way and the second issue is I think a lot of work must be done also from our side to collaborate with government uh, to ensure that uh, we work together within a partnership to uh, strengthen the the, the the relationship between farmers and farm workers because that's of critical importance uh, for food security and for all the successes that the farming sector have been achieved uh, during the past few months in terms of exports and so forth. So that commitment is there from our side. And secondly, maybe we should have a follow-up discussion in the future to check, you know, where we stand with this. But the other issues, and we must be grateful that these issues are being exposed 
it uh, it is being investigated by the police and anyone that are guilty of uh, abuse in any way uh, must as i've said earlier uh, uh, there's there's legal steps being taken against those people and that's the way we should go and then our government departments department of labor must make sure that they sharpen up the duties and the role of the inspection services to root out any form of um, uh, abuse uh, and uh, also the mistreatment of workers. But do you think that there are different ways that you could be contributing to this conversation and, and even perhaps what, what, what happens on farms and the experience of, of workers on farms? Indeed. I think a conversation between ourselves as employers and uh, our employees uh, and also employee unions are of critical importance because it's only through collective effort that we can uh, strengthen the relationship between farmers and farm workers, that we can root out abuse, and that we, uh, as a, 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 a uh, you know, employer, responsible employer organization, uh, can ensure that our members adhere to the values and ideals of our national constitution, which emphasize the issue of human dignity and the restoration of uh, people's, uh, you know, um, and the issue of social justice. Um, uh, and I think we need to be more creative and we need to be more progressive in that regard. And that's the undertaking, that's the only undertaking that I can give as, as the leader of, of AgriSA. Christo van der Rieder, AgriSA's Executive Director, I certainly hope that you'll be able to, to do that and that we can follow up with you, um, you know, in a couple of months, in a year from now, to see how you're doing things differently, in particular on, on the issue of, of the abuse of farm workers and how your organization at least can seize itself getting involved in being a solution to some of these problems, which we know often go unreported, are very underreported even um, and, and and certainly not necessarily uh, what you would have on the national conversation on a daily basis. All right, so we're going to take a quick break and after this we'll take you to uh, the Zondo Commission of Inquiry. This is where Gwede Mandashe is giving evidence this morning.